This is the podcast Find It with Kate Moorhead. This is Kate Moorhead in the podcast Find It, part two in a series on gender and the Bible. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 19, the disciples ask Jesus about divorce. Jesus states that it's not lawful for a man to divorce his wife. Since women were considered property, men could just cast them out and get a new one, which wasn't a good idea. So Jesus said, From the beginning, I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for unchastity and marries another commits adultery. I think what he was trying to prevent is men just saying, I'm tired of my wife, she's getting old and saggy, I need a new, younger version. So he's saying, and you cannot just throw your wife away unless she has been unfaithful. But then the passage that fascinates me follows. Jesus says to the disciples, and I quote, Not everyone can accept this teaching, but only those to whom it is given. So he's prefacing what he's about to say. Not everyone can accept this teaching, but only those to whom it is given. And perhaps he is speaking to us 2,000 years later, for whom it is given. And then he continues, For there are eunuchs who have been so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others, And there are eunuchs who have been made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. I'm going to read that one more time because it's so remarkable. For there are eunuchs who have been so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others, and there are eunuchs who have made made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. Now, I must remind you that the English language is is not only has 17 or 18 times more words than the Koine or common Greek that the Gospels were written in. So every time we translate a huge Greek word, we have to limit our meaning drastically. But there were no words for transgender, for gay, for any of that. All there was was a, a man because again, women weren't considered human or people. There was a man and then there was a eunuch, which would be someone who had been castrated. But he is saying there are eunuchs who have been so from birth and eunuchs who have been made by others and eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the gospel. He is trying to articulate a difference in gender, but he doesn't have the vocabulary. It's not in the language. But clearly, Jesus here is referring to people who are differently gendered somehow. And he says at the beginning and at the end of these mysterious words that these teachings are not for everyone, but only those to whom they've been given. And then let anyone accept this who can. So clearly the people of his time couldn't understand or even hear what he was saying. But as the incarnation of God, he must have understood that his teachings were going to reverberate through thousands of years and that one day we would begin to understand. This is a direct quote from our Lord that I, be, I think opens up our understanding of the fluidity of gender and of the p- fact that Jesus loved 
and his word is eunuch, but he didn't have a word. It was the closest he could come. But he loved the differently gendered, the other, those who don't fit into male and female or who are a combination of both, the two-spirited, whatever we want to call those whose gender expression is different from just binary, male and female. Clearly, Jesus was trying to speak about them, and yet his language was so limited that it comes across as almost mysterious, but definitely there. And why mention this when they were only asking about infidelity with regards to marriage? Because there are so many people that did not fit, even back then, into a marriage between male and female. Jesus knew that. I find it incredible that the more we understand and grow as human beings, the more we read that scripture grows with us. That's why I consider it the word of God. One of many reasons, in fact, is that it lives with us and lives in us. And there is so much more to understand. It's a story that the more you read it, the deeper it goes. It is fathomless, bottomless. The depth of scripture cannot be completely accessed ever with our small brains, but we can begin and deep within its folds, we can find passages like this where Jesus is speaking directly to those of Generation Z and beyond who are saying, my gender is something much more complex, different, unique, and beautiful than the genders of generations past. Understand me, and Jesus answers, I do. I will. I always have. <laughs>